Travelcast B-Sides, episode 36, Warm Regression, by Norm Sherman. There were always bright rings on the doorbell and smiling faces carrying covered dishes. There was always a peck on the cheek for us kids when Grandma came, and always a strong handshake from Grandpa. His big, warm hands always convinced us that he was as strong as he was wise. All of them would pile in cherry red cheeks and warm mittens. They would brush off all the snow from outside and remind us how cold it was where we lived. It was true, we lived in one of the coldest parts of the country, and there was always a blizzard on Christmas Eve. You would never know, though, what with the fire burning hickory sticks under the hearth all night. Us kids would all bundle up around the fireplace and warm our hands. All except for Sis. She always stayed upstairs in her room, wrapping presents. Mom would yell at her to come eat dinner, and she would come skipping down the stairs with an enormous smile on her face. Oh, the food. It was always so delicious on Christmas. Mama would bring out the holiday ham, and we would all stare at it with anticipation. Johnny tried to sneak a spoonful of cranberry sauce before we said grace one year, but Papa scolded him. Other than that, we never fought on Christmas. After dinner, we would gather in the living room and listen to Grandpa tell stories about when Papa and Uncle Peter were young. The minds of us children would soon wander from the stories, and we would long for morning as we gazed at the bushy tree, all covered with lights and tinsel. The wind would blow so hard outside, we often became frightened. Polly, the big lazy tabby that usually slept on the mantle, would be woken harshly as someone grabbed him to soothe their worries about the cold. Polly never did like to be handled like that. Gosh, it was always so cold on Christmas Eve that we usually even let old Mary in from outside. She refused to leave her watch post on any other night than Christmas Eve, and it was only on account of the blizzard. She was a faithful old mutt. She would curl up under Papa's chair and gnaw on her arm until her eyes grew weary and her head finally rested between her paws. And then we would hear Bozo scratching at the door outside. Grandpa would try his best to continue telling his story, but none of us could help but feel sorry for the poor thing. The scratches were soft but sharp, like some dead tree branch scratching against the window pane. But we knew it was no tree branch. The moans were so very low and dull, yet always with a pitiful relentlessness, like some animal dying in the wilderness, in solitude. We would all look at each other, and then up at Papa, our sad expressions always authentic with recently blinked away tears. It was the one thing we regretted about Christmas, the one thing each of us had a difficult time accepting about a holiday so otherwise full of cheer and warmth. Grandpa would notice our downturned faces, our fists clenched with youthful despondency, and of course he too could hear the faint scratching at the door, steady with its sad and hopeless resolve. He would stop his story, maybe, clear his throat. He would run a hand through his thin gray hair, thinner each year he came to visit. He would glance at Papa, maybe, some voiceless question poised inertly on his lips, some distant sentiment reflected in his soft chestnut eyes. 
Mom would refill his mug with steaming cider. Polly would get up and stretch. But Papa would never give in. Tradition is sometimes a house that lets in the cold, I guess. And, well, it had always been a rule. A rule that Papa stuck by even on the most cold and timeless of those Christmas nights. There simply were no clowns allowed in the house. This story was brought to you by Drabblecast Productions. For more free weird fiction brought to you each week, check out www.drabblecast.org.